I forewarned you if you read the bulletin. I said I was going to bring fire today, and we're going to talk about fire. So Jesus says, the first line of our gospel, I have come to bring fire on earth, and how I wish it were blazing. What does that mean? And it's going to cause division. I thought you came to bring union in your love and life. And so we know what Jesus' purpose was to bring fire. Why are you on earth? What are you doing here? What's this all about? What are we called to as we gather today to, to worship him in this church? So we go to the first reading now in terms of this fire. And we have to ask the question, what was Jeremiah thinking? I mean... He was a prophet, but what was he thinking? He was telling the people, hey, we just need to surrender to the Babylonians because that's what God's calling us to do. How, how stupid, you know? And all the people were saying, we're strong. We got it together. We're the chosen. And besides, a few centuries back, you delivered us, God, from the oppression of the Egyptians through the Red Sea. So what are you thinking, Jeremiah? And I'd like to suggest to you that he had fire in his heart. And that superseded because what happened was with the whole society, from the king on down to the lowest person all the way back up, was against him. And they said, what are you doing? You are not out for our welfare. You're putting our soldiers in peril. And what's this all about? It just makes no sense at all. But society went against him and the king. They threw him in the cistern and he sank in the mud symbolically the lowest place that you could go. Oh, gee, thanks, God. I want to follow you because it's easy. I want to sink in the mud and just be destroyed there. So while all this was happening against him and Jeremiah was continued to be faithful to that, I believe that he had fire in his life. He had evidence in his heart of things unseen, and he said, this is the priority. Regardless of the whole world saying, this is stupid, it doesn't make sense. He said, I'm going with you, God, because you're the highest priority and everything's going to fall into place after you. Fire. Just want to give you an acronym that you can take with you and continue. Faith, igniting, righteous engagement. Faith, igniting, righteous engagement. Now, we can think of once, once we heard that righteous, you know, we, our blood can kind of curl and say, well, what do you mean righteousness? What is that? Is it telling people that I'm good and you're not, and I'm Catholic and you're not, and I'm in and you're out, and I'm holy and you're not? No, that's not the heart of our engagement. The heart of our engagement is to say, God has life and he has love and he has joy for you, and there's things in our lives that are prohibiting that, limiting that, and we want to deal with that. And that's what church is all about. And we want to engage in that. So let me ask you the question. Dear friends, how engaged are you here at St. Charles Borromeo Catholic Church? Who do you know? How we engage with our God and with each other to help us to go to God and to live his life in that engagement and that fire that God calls us to. Now, fire. We know a lot about fire in California and Oregon what it's done and the devastation it, it could be. One thing I like to look at fire as is that once a fire sweeps through, once a fire sweeps through your soul, what's still standing? What lasts? And that's the way I like to look at fire. 
So what fire does is takes out the old. If, if you're building on the old, if you're building on half-truths and things that do not last, then you're going to be old. You're going to be a, a soul that's just old and empty. So fire goes from the old to the new. It goes from the temporary. What's temporary? Houses, jobs, cars, titles, successes, to the eternal, what lasts. So all these different kinds of things. It's really, I mean, it's the difference between living nothing and heaven. That's what fire will do for us and bring us in to that kind of relationship and that kind of power. So a couple other examples of fire. He's our brother. He's a Protestant brother. His name is Dallas Jenkins. Have you heard of Dallas Jenkins, any of you? He has created the whole series, The Chosen. So The Chosen is about Jesus' life. It's it's the largest crowdsourcing effort ever on the internet. He's doing this series. He's he's done two seasons. He wants to do eight seasons on the life of Christ. And so a few years ago at his non-denominational church in Indiana, he had a short play there, like, I don't know, 26 minutes, called The Shepherd. So it was about how the shepherds reacted to the birth of Jesus. Kind of caught fire, kind of went viral. And then he was inspired to say, wait, we need to continue on with this. And what he's really trying to do is bring the life of Christ, but bringing the human aspect of Jesus and that Jesus can relate to us. So he's created the chosen. 410 million views right now. Every country in the world has been touched by the chosen. Fire. Faith igniting righteous engagement. And again, it's not to pound people down and say you're wrong and you're a miserable sinner, but it's to say Jesus wants to be in relationship with you. He wants to heal you. He wants to make you whole. He wants to give you purpose and direction. And he is there for you. He's a God who is for you. And he wants to be in relationship with you. So most recently what he did is he invited nine Gen Zers in, so that's like uh, teens and young 20s, Gen Zers in, and they were invited to come binge some show. They had no idea what the show that they were going to binge, you know, uh, if it was a comedy or a drama, they didn't know what it was, and they all flew them out to Utah, so nine of these Gen Zers, they got them there, they got them in the couches and chairs and said, okay, we're going to binge now, and it's going to be about Jesus, and they're going, whoa, (laughs) Do you know where most Gen Zers are? Not here. They're not here this morning. Not engaged. And what was beautiful about it was these Gen Zers came. It was an engagement, a righteous engagement with them. But it was in a way to say, hey, maybe life could be better. Maybe it could be more joyful. Maybe it could be more powerful. Maybe it could have meaning. A lot of these Gen Zers... They're at, a, they're at a point like, if this is life, let me out. They, they struggle with depression and anxiety. And what's this all about? And if I'm black, how can I fit into a white church? If I'm black, I have a different skin color. I can't relate to a gospel that's, if you give your life to Jesus, then you will have health and wealth and prosperity. Yeah, look at that kind of prosperity, where, where Jesus ended. Look where Jeremiah ended, and sinking in the mud. So one scene in this, I watched it, I commend it to you about this, was a girl, a young adult who was gay. She loved Jesus, and she's trying to follow Jesus in the church, but she's gay. Do you know what 
her mother said to her, I pray that I'd rather die than you be gay. I'd rather die than you be gay. Brothers and sisters, friends, this is where we need to hear from our Gen Zers. We need to hear where they're coming from. We need to help them in their confusion and hurt. We need to be there for them. We need to engage. If you don't know, that's happening in this church this morning. These are the kind of things we're dealing with. This kind of uh, pain without help and resolve. I really believe it's where we need to go to church. I think in some ways we're so off as a church on what we're focusing on. Amen? We need this kind of fire, meeting people where they're at, not to condemn them, but that they might be saved and come to fullness of life. The fire that, that is Jesus, that, that caused him to come from heaven to earth 2,000 years ago and seek out and save the lost, those on the periphery, those who were struggling with being gay. They showed some of the series, and if you've seen it, it's beautiful, about Mary of Magdala. Remember, Mary Magdala wasn't a prostitute. She struggled with demons. So she's struggling with demons such that they almost get her to the edge of the cliffs and she's ready to jump off. And do you know some of the Gen Zers could identify with that because it's a very human thing, ready to jump off the cliff because there is no recourse, there's no help, and I'm hopeless. And what's this about? And so she's struggling with these demons. And any of you? Any of us this morning struggle with demons? So struggling with these demons, and she goes to the bar. Any of us done that? You go to the beer or the drugs and say, I'm struggling with these demons. She puts her hand up on the bar to grab the drink. And Jesus walks up to her in the bar. That's probably the place he's at the most, one of them. Puts his hand on her hand and says to her, that is not for you. Mary runs out of the bar. She runs away from Jesus, her Savior. How many of us have done that? <laughs> Jesus comes to help and we, we run away because we don't know what we're going to get, but we think it's going to be bad and he's going to put his righteousness on us and he's going to condemn us. That's not Jesus. He doesn't come into our lives to condemn us, but to pour out his love on us and make us whole. So she's running outside. She, Jesus is doing what he's always doing. He's running after her. He's saying, Mary, Mary of Magdala. She goes, how do you know my name? I, the Lord God, have created you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. Hear that, each and every one of you. I know we got kids, and it's tough, and there might be, but please hear that. I am the Lord of all the universe. I have created you. I have called you by name. You're mine. Fire. Faith igniting righteous 
engagement. What are your demons? What are your questions? What are your scars? Will you engage with me? Will I engage with you? Will you engage with each other? Or is this just a surface thing here today? Kind of checking off the list. Or will you enter in? Will you engage and say, here's my demons. Here's my questions. Here's my scars. Lord, come with your fire. And when we do that, then we will have fire. We will be burning. And we will be burning away all that is temporary and living in the eternal now. We will burn away all that is old and that will die its death and Christ will rise in us. We will burn away all that is phony and false in our lives and his love will become true in us. And he wants that perfected. That's the fire that he's come to bring. If we do that, faith igniting, righteous engagement, then we will have fire. And that's his prayer for us. Why are you here? Fire. To set this earth on fire. To set everybody on fire with his love that will burn away everything that does not last. And everything that is eternal will stand. And we will stand with him in joy and love and power. And we will not be defeated. And we will love our gay daughters. And we will love those who want to jump off the cliff. And we will be there for them. And we will be with them. And we will be fire. And our lives won't be about ourselves, but it will be about the person on your right and your left and the front and the back of you in this church today. Fire. That's Jesus' prayer for us. I have come to the earth so that it may be on fire and how I wish it were already blazing to become fire. Faith igniting righteous engagement. How will you engage? How will you engage with this Jesus who wants to pour out the fullness of heaven's fire to us in the Eucharist this day? And then how will we be that for each other? Because if that is not happening, this whole thing that we're doing, it's a joke. It's a joke. Called to fire. Let's pray for that fire. Lord, we just pray for your fire to burn in our hearts that Jeremiah, who had that fire, and the whole society was against him, the king on down, thrown in the cistern, sinking in the mud. If that's what it takes, Lord, we just pray for your fire to fall down and that we can engage with you in your mighty and awesome and powerful love and that we can be that for each other, that we will go out so that we can come to the fullness of who you are and we can become the fire, the fire of your love in this world. And we pray that we can engage each other in our lives out of love with all the demons, all the scars, all the questioning, so that you may come and light us on your, in your fire. We thank you that you have come for that.
and nothing less. And you will do nothing less than consume anything that will not stand and that all that will remain is you. Amen.